7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we choose a great game to play, and this week... Was not a great game, no. <laughs> this week I chose Kleptocorns by Hyperbeard Games. Hyperbeard. I love the logo. I, I love yeah. the, the little... Hmm. And then he does the the little beard swing. Well, wait, we already found one good point. <laughs> On to the 3 by 3 Zedwin. Hyperbeard is a game studio started in 2014. Uh, in 2016, they had some success with Klepto Cats. Oh. Which I think was affiliated with the Cartoon Network. Uh, and uh, since then, they've gone on to release such things as Klepto Dogs kleptocorns mm, i can see a, I, I see the pattern there I'm, the pattern. I'm i'm picking it up let me read the description from the apple app store from the creators of klepto cats and klepto dogs comes hyperbeard's corniest adventure yet kleptocorns magical freaking unicorns i do like the phrase magical freaking unicorns yeah that's great oh god this is so lengthy let me find a better point okay no read In- that entire <laughs> i want you to read that entire paragraph where it starts with once, once upon, upon a time. time once upon a time in a place both near and far there dwelled a race of mischievous mammals with a penchant for stealing useless trinkets these creatures would thieve so compulsively that one could say they were maniacs about it kleptomaniacs now where have I heard that one before, you might wonder, with visages of adorable cats and goofy dogs running through your naive brain. But you'd be mistaken. You see, before there were woofs and meows, before there was yarn and paws, there were hoofs and neighs. Yes, unicorns, magical kleptomanical unicorns, make way for the kleptocorns. Oh boy. In kleptocorns, you will explore mystical realms while you marvel at the revelations of the galaxy. There are secrets waiting around every pointed corner, wink, wink, with hundreds of items and intriguing things to collect. Saddle up, pony up some coins, nice, as you dress these adorable unicorns in thousands of different ways. Get to know the whole herd and explore the world of wonder with the mysteriously cute Kleptocorns. I mean, all of that is sort of true. Right. Uh, and I'm thinking I probably should have read that before I attempted because I think it does provide some context as to what the point of the game is. Collecting things. Collecting things and sort of like a virtual dollhouse of you adorning your unicorn, your kleptocorns with different outfits. And right, such. it's kind of a mix of like Tamagotchi, but then also just collecting and leveling up right. stuff. Yep. I guess. Mm-hmm. Sam, how'd you get on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know where to start with this because I think this is, this was like one of the first games that I was really uh, dumbfounded by the point of the game. Okay. And I think it was because... And we have played many games on this here program. Right. Um, I think sometimes, you know, other games that are very similar to this, which I found out, uh, make it a really good point to try and build you into a pattern of doing things with, you know, pretty good and descriptive information, uh, some helpful tutorials on like what to do for a certain amount of time until you get used to it. So with this one, there was just like a blob of text in the beginning. And then that was really mixed in with like the lore of what these kleptocorns are, but really unclear of what, you were supposed to do and it was that combined with just setting you off to do that thing 
And then one of the first things that you encounter is like this countdown timer because your your kleptocorn is away looking for an item. Right, you have sent them out to be kleptomaniacs. Right. And I think like I don't understand why they're they're going off to get the item. It looks like they're in space, but then you're collecting items within this world. <laughs> right. True. Yep. The animation is confusing. They appear to be running across the surface of Jupiter. Right. And then you just have to wait. And there's like a, a, a seconds timer. It's like, you know, there's like 30 seconds. And I think the first one you had to wait like 15 seconds. And immediately I'm just like sat there waiting and there's really nothing you can do. Um, and then it came back. It came back with an item. And then I can't tap on the item. So I was very confused. That would be my first reaction. I mean, I love the, I kind of love the colors. I love, you know, things that are like absolutely ridiculous about it. That's just like, you know, you mentioned like Sayonara Wild Hearts was an assault to your eyes and ears. This was definitely an assault (laughs) to my eyes because everything is pastel. Everything is fluorescent. The fonts are something, something. And so I just felt my, I, I really felt like, hmm, like I don't really get what I'm supposed to do here. And that was my initial impression. Yep, I cannot disagree. It is very confusing, even for a man of such great intelligence as myself. <laughs> which maybe I am my own worst enemy. It is very, it is confusing. Uh, you can collect coins and then you can also collect gems, t- titular c- corns. Right? They're like, oh, they didn't even say what they are. Kind of like borbs. <laughs> give me them balls. Give me, give me them klepto balls. I mean, one. I mean, how do they reproduce? Unicorns must have balls. Uh, mm. Let's move on. I think what I was, I what I was initially confused about was having played previous great games such as Neko Atsume, and then the other one that was in a Tamagotchi Life, and then the other one that was like a cats. Back to the cats again. Oh, Farista's Cat, cat Cafe. That one. There's also another one about cats where you had to collect them in like a pyramid. Oh, in a and you tower. Had to upgrade them. We had to like upgrade the cats each time. You had to do the cat merging. Right. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. What was that? It was like cat cat tower. Wasn't it cat tower? Merge cats. Cat Here. combination. Combine the cats. Let's let's look. Let's go to the archives, okay. Edwin. <laughs> I will put on my head head torch and breathing apparatus and delve deep down. Cat Condo 2. Cat Condo 2. Okay. So those games are primarily about, you know, collecting new cats, upgrading, finding outfits for them, stuff like that. Which here is like secondary to just collecting the just items. Right. The kleptomaniac items where you send off your unicorn to go and steal things and bring it back. But there is also an element of upgrading the unicorns, but that just seems... Yeah, it just gets confused. Like, am I doing both? And it was never really clear which one was more important or why you would do things versus not. It wasn't a cohesive... I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, kind of it's... Moment. Like, the thing that I struggled with right off the bat was, am I supposed to be collecting more kleptocorns, like more unicorns? Yeah. Or am I supposed to go out and get more items and adorn it around the world? Right. And like, I think that to me really fought with each other. Like, I think right off the bat, you're, you have access to like a new unicorn, but then you don't, you can't really like switch them. Like, I don't know how to switch them or if I'm actually switching them because they look so similar. Right. There is such a thing as a corn log, which will show you the different unicorns you've collected. Right. 
And I don't know if they had special capabilities of like searching from other places. I don't know. Like everything was just a bit unexplained to a、yep. point where like I didn't know what my primary goal was here. And if the primary goal was to find these items that these kleptocorns go out and bring back, it's not like I could actually look at it and read about it. I mean, there is an inventory where you get to look at them, but yeah, it was a little underwhelming. Like, I wish I could just tap on the item that's there, you know, sat next to the tree that just brought, you know, the kleptocorn just brought back. Yeah. But I couldn't see it. As, yeah, you are missing that feeling of why do I care? Right. Like, you, what's the, where's the little hook for, oh, I'm trying to f- fill this world with useless tat that I found? Or it just seems like what's the next sort of signpost for what's next or、mm-hmm. the next waypoint? For feeling like you're achieving something. Exactly. And then I think having it, you know, start you off with just waiting. Like that was like the first game thing that really felt like it. You're like, okay, let's send them off. All right. It just goes away. And there's like this little picture in picture bubble of your, your kleptocorn flying through space and there's just a timer. And you can't really do anything else. There's a little play games thing. There are some mini games. Let's talk about those. They were all awful. Oh, they were. Which is a real shame as well. So, yeah, so there are mini games.、Um, but, like, what type of mini games were there? There was.、Uh, okay, there is the.、Um, titular Match 3, wasn't there? I don't think there was a Match 3. These are all kind of like fairground、mm, that's right. rides. So, one of them was、uh, fairground rides, fairground games. Like shooting the ducks, right? They had something where you, like, you had to shoot the ducks yeah, as、so、it like, went by your, your screen. You had to throw the rings on the unicorns that pop out of a hole. You can also throw a ball to knock down items, and you can、um, send down your fishing rod to grab a, a pesky fish when it opens its mouth. And, you know, do enough of these successfully, and you get coins. Then you can t- convert coins into unicorn balls. And then with unicorn balls, you can buy unicorns. Right.、But、these games were pretty bad. Yeah, they're like worse than、uh, Flash games. It is a 3D game rendered in 2D for a start, which is broke my brain a little bit. And yeah, the mechanics just weren't satisfying at all. Felt very clumsy.、Mm-hmm. Um, and and we've, we've experienced like these little mini sub games before,、uh, especially in Tamagotchi Life, right? <laughs>、yes. Where we actually fell in love with the Match 3 game there,、uh, more so than the actual game. <laughs> yep, or even the, the、uh, wildlife game. Right. What was a zoo park? Make a, I built a zoo.、Uh, It's zoo time. Wildscapes. Okay, Wildscapes 2. It's zoo time. <laughs> It's just Wildscapes. <laughs> I like that subtitle. <laughs> but then Wild- I had like a fully fleshed out game, but you're also collecting animals for your zoo time. Right. So, yeah, I just. Are found- we taking this game too seriously? No, I don't think. I mean, that's, that's sort of our job to do this, right?、Yeah. It's like we should really consider, you know, if we got the message of the game, if we understood what the main point of the game was, and if there isn't a main point of the game, is there other ways that we can find fun in this game? And I feel like I kind of struck out on all three of those aspects. Can we make it three good points? Let's find out when we get to the three by threes. Sam, a good point from you. That logo is great. <laughs> Initially, when the beard comes out and the animation on that is actually really cute. So that raised my hopes a little bit. Like, the, you know, just the quality of that logo was like, oh, okay. This seems like,、uh, you、It's、know,、hard. a well, anima- well animated、uh, little, little game. 
I'd say the style definitely has a certain flavor. Um, if you, if you like Lisa Frank and like Sanrio cute stuff, um, this is sort of like a, a hyper color dream of fluorescence and pastels, which looks really cute as like a package. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it doesn't like it has a coherent and consistent theme. Right. The theme is so strong. I was embarrassed to pull this out on the subway. Mm. Yeah, me too. For like, fear of those shoulder surfers. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I usually don't have a problem with that. But yeah, this was like, you know, what is this grown, grown ass man? <laughs> Is is this person a creep? Like, is- we should also maybe just go over the feeding, brushing, washing aspects of the unicorns, mm. which you can do. Which is again much like Tamagotchi, uh, it raises their happiness meter, and then I believe the theory is a happier unicorn that you send out will bring back rarer items. Yeah, and this is also another aspect that like Tam- Tamagotchi Life had is that you know if they poop, you clean them, you can feed them. Right, um, but I think the the problem that I count. Why? Well, sorry, we're we're talking about good points, aren't we? We are, but we okay. kind of kind of forgot to go over the main point of the game once you got swept up in the mini games. So I do like that there are options like that where you can kind of adorn your little unicorn, uh, make them look prettier, make them happier. But I think that also kind of goes into the bad points. Should we go into the bad points? I think we should. I'm I'm dry on good points. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like these options are there for the unicorn, but I feel like. Even washing, cleaning, and feeding all kind of looked the same and didn't feel any special, right? Like it didn't, I didn't feel like I was making any noticeable improvements on the unicorn themselves. And outside of that, like it was just really hard to tell which unicorn that I was working on. (laughs) Gotta work that horn. Right. It also bugged me that you could wash them before feeding them. (laughs) Surely this is clearly the wrong way around. (laughs) And they eat pizza. Did you know? Did you know that unicorns eat pizza? Well, I do now. Yeah, you learned something. They are educational game for you. What's another bad point, Edwin? It's not very fun. <laughs> I think it's probably my summation. I, as the chooser of this game, I felt you know like I had to try and at least give it a good go, but it was very difficult. I just don't quite get it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I find it hard to understand why people would play this more. Right. And I think that's what was missing. Maybe it worked on like Klepto Cats because maybe there is a franchise called Klepto Cats that it associated to, you know, like maybe like the Cartoon Network probably had like some Klepto Cats thing. I don't know. Um, Maybe it worked for that, but I find really little incentive for me to connect with this because it doesn't have sticky gameplay. It doesn't really tell you um, what the point of all this is. And the collection aspect seems very shallow. Right. I think I would like to see more about getting more unicorns because really the items they bring back seem largely relevant. I wasn't too, I didn't really care, but I was like, oh, I want to change the design of my unicorn horn into a baguette, which Mm. would be delicious. Um, But that just seemed, you seemed to have to do a lot of grafting to get enough coins to buy the balls to get the unicorn to actually make it worthwhile watching that feeling of satisfaction of like leveling up my final gripe for this is uh the font choice so it's already a very bright neon pastel colorscape and then the fonts they decide to use is a white font on a neon bright pastel outline which makes it supremely hard to read 
Um, so I felt like not only was it hard to read, it was hard for me to register or try to understand what the tutorials were saying. Uh, sure, it goes with the aesthetics, but also like you kind of want to make it stand out. Here, I'm showing you the screen right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just a little bit really, it's really overwhelming because it's outline font that's bright on a bright background on a bright screen. And it just makes it very hard to sort of capture that information. Which if we, if we are talking about the artwork, it's pixelated in a just really unpleasant way. Yeah, I think they were trying to emulate like, you know, natural, uh, like almost like crayon drawings. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, there's not enough attention to that where it's getting that point across. Right, it's almost like yeah. someone didn't tell them about retina screens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it does look like it's like bad GIFs rather than uh, like a Not pastel texture or like a chalk texture, right? Yeah, like especially in the games. The games look kind of terrible. Yeah, they have like that really rough outline. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I kind of get the vibe that they're going for, which is sort of like the Giphy uh, Tumblr, right, vibe. But yeah, overall, I'm not sure it's the effective choice for this. Dan, what is your final... Racing of the seven days. One day. I gave it my best shot. I probably... Doesn't sound like it was your best shot. I tried, <laughs> you know, I don't normally spend more than five to ten minutes on a first go. I probably spent about 15 to 20 minutes trying to really figure out what's happening. Um, by the end of it, I was exhausted. Yeah. I am going to give it a two days. Mm. I tried it. Yeah. I mean, I did play it occasionally just to see if I could get a new unicorn, but I didn't. And I kind of fell off pretty quick when I realized that it's all about collating items rather than leveling up your unicorn. Right. I think if the games were a little bit more fun, uh, like the mini games, I think it could have held me a little bit longer, but by and large, they felt a little flat. So, uh, yeah. Oh, right, Sam. That was my great choice for a great game. So it falls to you. Sam, what is your pick for the next seven days? All right. Let's see. Edwin, uh, are you aware of a little company called Epic? Epic Mega Games? Epic Games. Okay. They are responsible for games like Fortnite. Epic Games. It's in the game. They have a new game out. Uh, it's kind of making its rounds. It looks pretty interesting. I haven't checked it out yet. Is it also, is it based on a British pun? Maybe. Depends if this pun is <laughs> commonly used in the English vocab. Called fish and chips. They can play <laughs> as a fish who must, who's playing poker. <laughs> Come on. That's a great, that's a great game right there. The game is called Selecta. Bo. <laughs> uh, the game is called Battle Breakers, a tactical RPG. Battle Breakers. Are they breaking up? Okay, so I guess we'll find out. Like, what are they breaking? Is it the battle they're breaking? Are they battling while breaking? Well, they break dancers? We'll see. They're breaking the battles. Battle breakdancing. Now, that'd be something. <laughs> That's a game I want to play. Doesn't sound like... From the initial uh, video, it doesn't look like this is a breakdancing game. No. Unless... <laughs> you know, never know. People with swords yes. and awesome-looking jackets can breakdance. But we'll see. Maybe. There might be like a hidden, hidden minigame in there that allows you to break dance. Epic, if you're listening, I'll be down for that. Get it in there. Yeah. So, Edwin, you have the next seven days to play Battle Breakers from Epic Games. 
before we go, it's time for things of the week. Mm. I have a stupid thing of the week. Please do share. My thing of the week is a wooden spatula. Like a thing that you might cook with? Yeah. Maybe I'm just a one-off, but for all this time, I've been cooking my ground meat using a plastic spatula mm-hmm. with a little bend in it. Breaking up that, that hunk of meat is a real pain in the ass Yeah. until I switch to the wooden spatula. So if there are people like me out there who have been using plastic all this time, wooden is amazing. Yeah. It just crushes that, that beef, that turkey, into a delicious forkable mush that you can then cook down. But honestly, it was only this week I realized this, and it was such a revelation. I thought, I need to talk about this on a podcast. Amazing. Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> I've been... like, what is happening? <laughs> I, uh, I actually use a wooden spatula as well while cooking. Um, you know, mainly for like stuff like stir fry and stuff like that, because one, it doesn't scratch up your Teflon. Yes. If you have a Teflon pan. Two, I feel like... Uh, Generally, like, yeah, they they offer the same convenience as a plastic spatula, but then you don't get that melted spatula that you get once in a while if you leave your spatula on the pan for too long. I remember when I was young, I had, like, my favorite spatula was from a French supermarket that we bought, like, on the way home from a vacation one time, and then we had a friend of the family stay, and she left it in the pan, and it got melty on the corner. Oh, no! To this day, I've still not forgiven her. I still love the fact that when you were a kid, you had a favorite spatula. (laughs) Inside in some of my childhood, there. (laughs) Oh, no, my favorite spatula! I mean, I will say, in... You never, I didn't think this would be a topic of conversation this week, but the plastic spatula is good it has, with a little bend in it if you need to like, get under for flipping. Right. Exactly. Like, so I still use a plastic spatula for fish oh, yeah. if I need to flip over a fish. The delicate and dainty like me. Exactly. <laughs> and fish and chips. But if you need to get in there, right. I wouldn't splash the way to go. So that was my revelation of the week. And hopefully it might help someone out there who's still just trying to mash up their, their ground meat with a plastic spatula. Mm-hmm. You know, I also, I also have a secret tip while uh, we're on wooden spatula by the way wooden spatula sounds like a british pub the wooden spatula i'll I'll meet you down the wooden spatula at eight o'clock mate uh you know those um those wooden pasta grabbers oh yeah the one that looks like a normal spoon but it has like sticks sticking out yeah sort of a cross between a spoon and a knife but also a uh, what do you call it? Almost like a shower head or, or shower brush, but then all the brush are like <laughs> tubes, like sticks. Yeah, yeah. It, you can, if you use that to cook fried rice, oh, you can break up the rice without smushing the rice, which is super effective because you don't want to smush the rice no. when you're making fried rice. Which, by the way, you're supposed to be using cold rice, so you got to break down the rice yes. as you're cooking it it naturally congeals into a big saucepan-shaped lump. Right. So you don't want to smush it, but you want to break it up because you want to cook each individual rice a little bit more. So that's a little... uh, That's a great tip. It's a little friendly pro tip there. Right. Pasta forks. Pasta servers. Pasta spoons. I think, yeah. Like pasta... Like whatever you pick up the pasta with the hot water from the hot water. Server? I guess like pasta... I'm going to call it a pasta server. Pasta spoon. Not just for pasta. (laughs) You heard it here first. Uh, my thing of the week is a anime that I've been enjoying that I've been telling everyone to watch. <laughs> you have told me to watch as well. Uh, it's called Haikyuu. It is the Japanese word for volleyball, but it's sort of like the, you know, the traditional way of saying it. Um, they still call it volleyball. 
Uh, but Haikyuu is the traditional word for it. But this anime is about uh, a team that's playing volleyball. And you should watch it. Okay. It's on Netflix. The first two seasons are there. I think currently the third season just wrapped up in Japan. Uh, it's amazing. I've been telling everyone about it. Okay, I like um, it. It's, if you can imagine uh, these like mind battles, but with volleyball. <laughs> I really can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Uh, yeah, so check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, what I, I've even, because the third season is not on Netflix and it's on Crunchyroll, I've subscribed to Crunchyroll to watch the third season. Okay, is that good? Yeah. Wow. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's, it's sort of my favorite thing right now. I'll check it out. I'm looking for the next thing mm. since I refuse to subscribe to Disney+. Plus. May I have another one, one, more, one more little thing? You may. I've also been playing a little game called Death Stranding. Death Standing? Death Stranding. Dread? Death Sanding. <laughs> Death Stranding. It's a new my, game. My brain just can't parse the syntax. Right. I don't think it's correct. Okay. The grammar, rather. So, you know what strands are? You're stranded. You're left alone. Uh, or like a string. Right? Or a string. Right. So, they're... they're that's actually a really good point because the whole point is about being isolated and there's like the sense of isolation and, uh, the way that this thing happened in this world are known as strands because these are like these, like these underworld strands that are coming out of the sky and they're very ominous. Oh, that does sound a little scary. And they've caused a lot of people to die. Death. Death. From strands. From strands and also all the cities have been isolated and so your job here in this game is for you to go and reconnect all those cities form a a a bridge building bridges building bridges in fact your name because you're delivering all these items from one city to another almost like a fedex driver exactly your name is sam porter bridges because you're a porter you're a porter and he's building bridges, mending fences, <laughs> making friends. Which feels like a good time to plug a recent Polygon video to uh, create your Kojima name. <laughs> right. I had to learn what Kojima was and is. Yeah, but. so he's known for making these crazy games with crazy stories, but really good gameplay. Death Stranding is his most recent one. It's his most recent one. And the thing that I'm uh, like... The aspect about this game that I like the most is even in his previous games, you get into the, like these moments of like where you're trying to sneak and like hide around. But then once you get caught, you panic and you almost can't like think on your feet, right? You almost can't like, you don't have the time to like, oh, let me go back into hiding mode or like, let me do some, let me throw a smoke grenade so he doesn't like see me. And so you panic and you just say, ah, screw it. Like, I'm just going to kill everyone, right? And you kind of lose the point of the game. The thing that's really good about this game, I think it allows for those really tense moments to occur, but gives you like all the right tools and the way that it's timed and everything to really allow you to think on your feet and recover from it. And then, and it makes you feel like a badass. Okay. So yeah, there are moments where you get caught, but then you can recover from it really effectively and still make your way through. And it's just like the gameplay mechanics are just so well done. What kind of computer do I need to play this game? So this is available right well, now for but one. the PS4. Okay. 
uh, but it's coming out next year for the PC and Xbox, I think. Yeah. Death Stranding. And that's our show. We have seven days to play Battle, Battle Breakers from Epic Games. If you want to suggest a game for us to play, you can by tweeting us at seven days to play. Seven days to play. Seven days to play. Seven days to play.